1814, as British troops marched into Washington, D.C. on a clear summer's day, intent on burning everything in their path, a sudden whirlwind appeared seemingly out of nowhere. Torrential rain drove the invaders back and put out the fires they had lit. Join us on Aliens Explored as we ask, was this an extraterrestrial intervention? Did alien visitors decide to pick a side in the war? While you're here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Aliens Explored, where you can support our podcast for the low, low price of just £2 of our much devalued sterling a month. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Aliens Explored, where we look at recent UFO events, ancient UFO events, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing very well, thank you. Nice excellent, and... Excellent. Nice, trying to stay nice and chilled, getting ready for my holiday, so... Uh, mm, you were talking about your holidays in the last episode. Do you say you're going mm. to France? France, yeah. Oh, Yeah, for excellent. two weeks. And um, at the same time, my daughter's coming over to England, so we're oh, right. in the channel. Um, but uh, yeah, although that can't be helped, she's yeah. going to stay with my, with my, with my mum, her grandmother, mm-hmm. with the great grandchildren. So it'll be nice, but uh, I, I won't be involved. Ships that pass in the night. Eh? Yeah, and then she's coming back to France for a holiday. By which time, I'll be in England. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Following in your footsteps, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, How, how's yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm doing okay, thank you. Uh, got myself a new exercise regime uh, mm-hmm. that I'm doing my best to to follow. But uh, yeah, yeah, things are uh, things are not too bad. Thanks. You feeling feeling the benefits of it? Not yet. It's very okay. early. I mean, I'm feeling more tired. Mm. normal so i'm feeling feeling Mm. the effects of it but no benefits as yet uh we'll we'll have to wait and see the trouble is i've got a number of health issues that sort of play in and play Mm. against kind of weight loss and uh and energy levels and things like that so i have to be a little bit careful but uh but yeah we'll Mm. we'll have to wait and see um i'll keep you updated 
Ask me again when you get back from France. Oh, we'll do. Okay, so that won't be our next episode. That's probably the no, one after. It won't. It won't. Um, but in the meantime, uh, yeah, we've got an episode to talk about today. So we're going way back in time to 1814. Mm. Of course, a lot of our listeners are American. Uh, yeah. So we'll be perhaps quite familiar with the events of 1814. Um, and this is, this is an interesting one. So a lot of ufologists are, are speculating uh, hmm. in this case. Well, let's start with talking historically what was happening. Um, 1812, war with us, the British, Neil. Yeah, now I think... I, 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 th- I believe Americans will be quite knowledgeable about the War of 1812. Mm. Um, I don't think our British listeners are quite likely to be as as familiar with it. I think it was all overshadowed. You know, the following year, well, after the events we're talking about, was the, the massive defeat of Napoleon at the Battle of Waterloo. Mm. So, yes. um, yeah, I think the War of 1812, is, which one was that? How many... How, I suppose <laughs> in the course of the British Empire... British troops were dying for the for Queen and Empire or King and Empire in so many places that um, maybe this one kind of just slips under the rainbow, under the rainbow, under the radar, <laughs> <laughs> over the rainbow, over the rainbow. So, so yeah, we're talking about the War of eighteen twelve, a, a dust up between um, the newly liberated American colonies mm. and and their former colonial master. Britain. Yes. Great Britain. Those upstart Americans. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. So the war had been going on for, well, a couple of years, obviously, by 1814. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Hey, Tech, we were winning. At Um, that point, the British um, were doing really well. It's funny that so few few people know about it, that, you know, British troops, the Royal Fusiliers, I think it was, or... The Royal Marines, or possibly both, marched into Washington and started setting setting fire to the place. Um, they set fire to the White House. Um, I don't think it was called the White House then. It was it was after the fires were put out that um, it was repainted white and became the white to cover up the the smoke, mm. the black smoke smudges. Painted over those white, and uh, it became the White House. I think. I think that's when it happened. It wasn't the White House before then. Well, certainly it was the capital that they marched into. And it, it's worth hmm. mentioning that at this point, so seeing, seeing that basically they were losing the war and that the British uh, were coming, um, hmm. President Monroe and his uh, his fellow politicians had actually fled the capital. Hmm. Uh, in 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 <laughs> in sight of the British coming towards yeah. them, uh, so yeah, so the British marched into Washington D.C. Um, not to be confused with the original Washington, uh, which I used to live in, up in the northeast of England, uh, where George Washington's parents came from. Mm, it's not far from Boston in Lincolnshire, is it? Uh, it's it's for much further north than Boston. Um, mm. But uh, not yeah, it's a, between it's Newcastle not, and Sunderland, not not that far by American standards. It's not 
It's not oh, further no. than, than an American <laughs> might drive for a night out. Yeah. Nowhere has that far <laughs> by American standards in the UK. Um, yeah. But yes, um, in fact, uh, total, total digression now. When I was at school, um, I had a, uh, a part-time job, uh, work experience hmm. job, uh, working for a company that... Uh, renovated furniture and and wooden items, stripped them down, stripped all the paint off, things like that. Uh, A company (laughs) laughably called Dip and Strip, which still (laughs) exists to this day. You can look (laughs) this company up. Um, But yeah, when I was at school, I worked for them and uh, they were working on the fireplace surround uh, from the home that... I think it's George Washington's father was born in. Okay. There you go. Um, Working on a historical artifact. Uh, they send, send, yeah. Let's send it to Dip and Strip. Dip or and Strip. Strip and Dip. Dip and Strip. Okay. Dip and Strip. There you go. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, shout out to Dip and Strip. If you'd like to sponsor our <laughs> podcast, we'll be, we're happy to, uh, to include inserts featuring you in, in future shows. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, the War so, of eighteen twelve. I mean, I, I don't know whether had the British troops marched down from Canada, which was still, well, it it's still um, ruled by the King of England, um, or had they land hand, landed by ship? I mean, Britain had a vast navy that that no one in the world could match mm. in those days. Um, Britain was a world power, much like America is now, not not to be messed with. So when they come in, they come in. I most of the time, most of the time, and occasionally massive fuck ups occur. <laughs> but um, um, but yeah, that that's that's the nature of war, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so, no, I, I I don't know which which direction they came from. I knew very very little about this. Massage, as you rightly said, we here in the UK don't really hmm. know much about this. We are, we know about our victories, but uh, yeah, I think there might have been American tend to get American plans to take Canada. I think. It started because Britain had banned the slave trade by that time, but of course slavery was still very much alive and well in America, and they were transporting slaves illegally across the Atlantic and being intercepted occasionally by the Royal Navy. This is when they would just dump their slaves over the side and throw them, sink them to the bottom of the ocean. But uh, the Royal Navy would still board their ships and maybe round up a few of the crew and say, well, you, you look like a nice young lad, a likely lad. We'll, uh, we'll have you in our Navy. And they'd be press-ganged into the Navy. And I think um, in retaliation, um, America made moves on British colonies in Canada, which provoked the War of, I say, the war of 1812. Um, it was, say, it was right in the middle of the Napoleonic Wars, so it was... Um, a, a bit over, a bit of a sideshow. Mm. Um, yes. As far as the Brit- they were far more concerned about the enemy on their doorstep in France, a very powerful enemy, mm. um, who even threatened invasion of Britain. So yeah, that was yes. far more of an immediate thing. But yes, in eighteen fourteen, British troops came marching into Washington and decided to set fire to the place, and then something quite mysterious happened. It did. So this had been a hot summer's day, not a cloud in the sky. And, of course, that made it much easier to set fire to hmm. uh, to buildings and landmarks and things like that. 
And then, as you rightly say, all of a sudden, the weather changes. Hmm. You have torrential rain coming down, which is putting out a lot of the fires. Uh, you've got hurricanes blowing through the streets. And you've got this tornado, which hmm. suddenly lands and puts the White House fire out. And this is where the ufology speculation comes in, because it was such a, an unprecedented, such an unexpected event. Hmm. Uh, it's been suggested that, uh, yeah, that the aliens <laughs> watching over America and wanting America to succeed as a country um, caused this weather change that uh, that has kept the capital standing to this very day that's a bit of a leap i think um let's let's talk about this weather first of all <laughs> the idea okay. the aliens picked a side this, yeah we're gonna, <laughs> yeah usa all the way let's let's go in um, i mean that's what this podcast is about is it is absolutely aliens. yeah um i suppose <laughs> the first question is it, was this weather a really freak incident or has this kind of weather happened before or since is it it's an excellent I mean, question summer storms aren't that uncommon are they and i know that you can have a really hot day and then suddenly the clouds will open and you get really heavy rain you get those big fat raindrops that come down and soak you to the skin in no time uh, you you certainly can uh, certainly hot and humid days like that mm. But for that to happen, you have to have the clouds to start with. And this was reported as being a cloudless day. Hmm. So suddenly the clouds came in from somewhere. That in itself is, I would say, a markedly unusual event. I, I don't think so. Have I ever told you about the time I got caught up in a twister? Ooh. No, that do I share. I was in Cyprus with the army and I had a, a, a flat which was a converted barrack block. I was up on the, the second floor, or for Americans that would be the third floor, ground floor, first floor, second floor. Uh, for Americans it was an apartment, not a flat. Uh, an apartment, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't flat. There was nothing flat about it. It was, it was quite high. It's quite um, three-dimensional, yeah. Yeah, and um, with a view out over the Mediterranean. And I looked, just happened to look out the bedroom window and I saw what looked like a white blob out in, out in the middle of the sea. It wasn't very big, but just this white blob. I thought, what's that? And I couldn't make it out. So I went out on my balcony and took a closer look. And that's when I could see the black line snaking up into the sky. And it was this, it was this twister. And other people started noticing it. And, and yeah, I started shouting and other people started shouting and bringing their, getting their kids indoors. This thing was coming our way. And I remember it came in and there was a, a barrack block sort of not quite opposite but it kind of it seemed to hit that but it brought with it this front of weather and torrential rain it had been a bright sunny day clear skies and then this thing came in and brought a storm with it so the kind of thing we're talking about in Washington 1814 I have seen in the Mediterranean which I think is probably a similar climate isn't it okay okay and and did you have hurricanes blowing as well um, we certainly had, yeah, very, very, very strong winds. Oh. In fact, um, there'd been a tornado. I hadn't actually seen it coming in, but when I first arrived in Cyprus, we had torrential rain. And there was a story, I mean, one of the guys, he said he was in the boat club 
and he he had his arm hooked round a pipe, and the 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 tornado had lifted the roof off this building, this wow. wooden shack, and was lifting him into the air. So he was sort of suspended, and he just had his arm hooked round this pipe. That was the only thing stopping him being carried off. This is in the Mediterranean. I understand that. Kansas, you know, for instance, they've got hurricanes that regularly take away people and livestock. So, you know, this it, it is a thing. It goes, you, you, it's a very hot day, and then suddenly you see this whirlwind and a whole weather front comes in with it. Now, I'm going to ask you a perhaps leading question here. Mm-hmm. Can you be certain that... UFOs or alien intervention was not involved in your experience. No, I can't. Be, I can't ever be certain of that. Um, but it seemed to me to be a natural weather phenomenon. Yeah, and it wasn't uncommon out there. It happened two, I think, three times in the three years I was out there. So not not that right. regular, but right. I mean, my um, so my parents had a place in Cyprus, um, not mm. too far from where you were stationed. They they were uh, had a place in Paphos for like twenty odd years. Mm. Uh, they've never mentioned anything like that. Perhaps uh, perhaps I ought to ask my father next time I speak to him. Yeah, that'd be yeah. interesting to know, and I'd be interested to hear from my listeners if, if you live near Washington. So yeah, we get those kinds of things happen all yeah. the time. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Um, but yeah, so so you're you're going down the route of it was just coincidence that as the British walked in and started setting fire to everything, the rain came and put all the fires out. Um, I think natural weather phenomenon, especially one that I've actually seen, for me, is the it's certainly the first thing I would want to um, eradicate. I'd want to know how this was different. I mean, if someone says to me, "I live in Washington." I've lived in Washington for 40, 50, 60 years, and I have never seen anything like that. Um, then that might make me pause for thought, which I don't often do, as you know. Um, but, <laughs> no, you think about things a lot. Um, yeah, but it, it, gonna... it looks like... I mean, there have been other instances in history when military campaigns have been thwarted by the weather. Um, probably the most famous one in our history, although this is in our history as well, but uh, it seems less well known, the one that most people in this country will know about will be the Spanish Armada, which was an invasion fleet coming from Spain, coming to invade England mm. in the Elizabethan times. In, the, in Was it 15, 1589, was it? 1588. 1588. Um, and then suddenly there were massive storms which just wrecked their fleet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it, it's interesting you raise that as an example because, and, and this may may surprise mm. you, um, this is one of those occasions when we don't disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this, this is probably going to make for a shorter episode than normal. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, no, I... I don't think alien intervention happened in hmm. this case at all. And very much like with the, the Spanish Armada, a lot of people at the time said, oh, well, it was God intervening to hmm. save the British and all the rest of it. Well, of course, you get the same kind of, let's say, rhetoric, um, hmm. you know, in, in America, of course, where, well, it was at the time it was probably 
seen as well god was saving america from the british um mm. or something of that nature well of course uh extraterrestrial activity is the 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 new divine isn't it uh, yeah yeah it's the it's the new the new magical also um the the spanish armada story is bolstered by the fact that what they don't mention is the following year, 1589, there was an English armada which sailed to Spain mm-hmm. to try and to take Spain and suffered exactly the same <laughs> kind of fate. So, yeah, if there was intervention, it was pretty even handed. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I'm, I'm always reminded of the story of uh, Joan of Arc, like, so mm. France and England being mm. at war. And. Uh, Joan of Arc famously given the message from God to go and mm. and defeat the British. Well, of course, the British were given the message from God that they need to go and attack the French. So, mm. um, so whose side is this God person on anyway? Well, yeah, the invasion of ten sixty six. That was by papal bull, wasn't it? The Pope ordered that um, that England should be taken by William the Bastard, who mm. then changed his name to William the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, yeah. In various invasions of Russia by Napoleon, by by Hitler, yeah, they were stopped by the weather, but that wasn't unpredictable weather. That was exactly the kind of weather they should have known was coming. Um, they just they just screwed it up, and that's why Russia is always very sensitive about having buffer zones between between itself and possible hostile countries in the West. Yes, yes. Like what well, right now NATO previously. Germany, you know, we want if someone wants to march on Moscow, we want to make sure they've got a long, long way to go, and they can't do it quickly. <laughs> Quite right. So, uh, yeah. so yes, um, so yeah, we're in we're in agreement. This is just mm. one of those stories that I think has been conflated, and but it has been up. speculated, has it? it oh, it really uh, has. It really has. There are, but I think you're you're always going to get elements of that with ufology where Mm. anything inexplicable Mm. um is is attributed uh to to ufology in some Mm. way shape or form um that 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 doesn't mean me saying well that you know just because it's inexplicable does not necessarily mean it's not it's yeah Sorry, I'll say that again. Uh, me saying that just because it's inexplicable does not mean automatically it's extraterrestrial. Hmm. Um, that doesn't mean to say I don't believe in the extraterrestrial. I just, I just don't believe everything. Is uh, <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> we try. And, uh, I think we, a pair of us, we we try and keep this fairly rational. Um, yeah, I try to. More the believer, but you know. Also, so. it doesn't have to be that unusual um, to start a conspiracy theory. It could just be very convenient for someone mm. for something to happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so there we go, listeners. Neil and I agreeing. Mark that one in your diary. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen on occasion. Um, but is there something about the British? Uh, trying to burn down Washington that we've missed. Is there more to this story, perhaps, uh, that we're not aware of? Or do you agree with us that uh, not everything inexplicable 
is extraterrestrial. Do let us know what you think via the usual means. You can email us aliensexplored at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, of course, by searching Aliens Explored, or you can leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos on our Aliens Explored channel. And of course, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you can get on the old Discord server uh, dedicated for those people and uh, and messages there as well. Join us next time, though. Uh, when do you remember back in episode ninety-three, Neil? We had uh, Brittany Dodson come on and talk to us. The lovely Brittany, yes, yes, I remember her well. Absolutely. Well, she encouraged us to look into RH negative blood and is mm. that associated with extraterrestrials, with aliens? So that's what we're going to be talking about next time. Uh, it's taken us a little <laughs> while to get around <laughs> to, 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 get to it. So, sorry, Brittany, yeah, we, we got distracted <laughs> again. <laughs> but we do get around to these things eventually. So, mm. uh, yeah, so we'll be talking about RH negative blood. In the meantime, keep watching those historical, inexplicable events because you never know, they may be extraterrestrial mm. connected. And of course, keep watching the skies. Take care for now. Catch you next time. Bye bye.